0: going to move on now to leadership best practices. Um, we recently had a client who dealt with significant leadership changes over the course of their ERP implementation. Can you talk to me a little bit about how the team was able to manage that situation, their team and ours?
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the one in particular I'm thinking with, um, not only did they have changes right in the the leadership, but also the implementation Mm. partner did. Mm. So so when you think about um, here's the thing again, again, trying to make this super practical and, and less abstract when you implement software, it's not like you're building a house where everybody can see. I don't like that faucet or Mm -hmm. I don't like the floors or I love the floors Mm -hmm. or the way the ceiling works, blah, blah, blah. You can't really see the software. Like you have to go in and you have to check it and run it and run your processes and do things. Maybe you forgot to do the procure to pay process in the middle of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you go live and you're like, huh, it doesn't pay bills. That's a silly (laughs) example, but you better check that. Right. But who sets the vision for how the software should work? right it's it is the leadership team mm-hmm. it's the people that are in charge of the project both from the client side as well as from the implementation partner side they sort of say up front this is how it's going to be and then the rest of the team kind of delivers it that's the basics of it now if that leadership ch- changes on either side well you have a different vision then that somebody brings to the project that they might not have understood the why we were doing things mm-hmm. before or they may have a better view. You know, it, it totally depends. Not to say it's worse, but but this is where you know documentation is a lost art <laughs> in our world. It really is. I mean, the simplest example is code. You know, things like customizations mm-hmm. being documented. Mm-hmm. You would think everybody right? does that. Nope. But no. nope, they just do it, and then you and, and, hope and hope they remember. And hope you remember Yeah, But right? no, we made this change. Right? Why? Right. Mm-hmm. when yeah, that who? Doesn't matter. It True. doesn't matter it's all there yeah right like like i mean it literally you have to think about this stuff like 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 a mind like mm-hmm. literally your mind has all these memories and they're connected and whatever else and that's what the software ends up being but if the person who's setting up the mind leaves and they don't document it they don't tell others this is the, the why we're doing it, or if it's not obvious the mm-hmm. why then when you have that change you know, you're, you're, you're starting over. And, and that does happen. I think in this particular case, they did have on the implementation partner side, they have different people that come in and say, well, you know, that's not the right way to do it. And I'm like, you're telling me that the person that was there before you, you're at the same company was doing it wrong. You know, that's what you're saying in front of the client, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, this is raw, gosh. baby. This is raw. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's what they're saying. and, and, You know, maybe in uh, times of yore, there was more loyalty or whatever to the company where maybe the person could just zip their trap and then go talk to the person at Mm -hmm. the top and say, why did we do it this way? Right. But no, sometimes you get people that just come in and say, oh yeah, we got to change this and that, you know, and you can watch the client, the person who has to pay for it, their blood pressure. That's like from those old cartoons, the old Mm -hmm. Bugs Bunny, Looney Tunes, (laughs) You know, they're pop tops because they know that means change order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anytime yeah. you're looking at, um, you know, a change in leadership, you're looking at a change in direction, potentially, most likely. Mm-hmm. And and it does come with, okay, what does that mean for the software? And it could mean a delay and it could mean, um, you know, more money. So, so this is why I always say and always will say that doing an ERP implementation is like heart surgery. And if you talk to a cardiac surgeon, right. And they're probably called something more fancy than that. But the longer that the chest is open, the more likely there is for infection. Somebody screws up, whatever happens. So you got to like, get in there, you got to do it and you got to close it up so that your leadership stays the same. Mm -hmm. The goals don't change. The business doesn't materially change, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Get in, do it, and leave. So then that's, I mean, that's honestly the best mitigation towards a leadership change is to just get the project done yep. with the right level of functionality that you need.
0: Yeah. Kind of just like ripping the Band-Aid off, right? <laughs> and then <laughs>
2: oh, <absolutely. I> mean,
0: <laughs> praying to God, I, God it heals. We, we've
2: seen changes where they get into the implementation, leadership yep. change at the executive level, and the project gets canceled. And th- those are some of the worst cases. Yeah. You, you want to avoid that. There's so much investment, so much heartache and pain that's gone into doing it in the first place mm-hmm. that... A leadership change can have that level of impact.
0: That it can stall or even end a project, It can stall, it can end, it can
2: delay. We don't want to see that happen, and it's hopefully not common, especially when we're involved, but that is the impact of leadership change.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of that, um, before a project even begins, how can a business prepare its team to ensure that they have the right resources Mm. available to help them be successful?
1: We have a client that I think is really like best practice. So there was a senior executive who realized, okay, we got to get a new software for my area, but I think the software could probably help the other areas. So he goes to the other area heads uh leaders and says hey this is what I'm thinking you know do you think there could be some benefit oh yeah sure okay yeah of course okay good let's put together cross functional subject matter expert team to just talk about just mm-hmm. even before they talk to vendors and folks like us like let's just get this team together to talk about what we're doing today what's going on right mm-hmm. boom the team meets once mm-hmm. and they're like huh know we really could do some things here yeah yeah good good you know the person who set this up knew that already but they're getting the involvement right then they reach out find advisor like us they don't have to use people like us lots of people buy software without people like us but then but somebody needs to know what they're doing (laughs) and they so they you know anoint a leader they Mm -hmm. volunteer somebody to run it and they're like "No, no i got like are you kidding like i've been involved in erp it's so hard i you know i you know but whatever they They do it, and they know they need to do it, and they know they can make an impact, and they're that kind of person, and Mm -hmm. that's awesome. So they anoint. It basically is anointing, but they identify, appoint a leader. The chosen one. That's right. The Mm -hmm. chosen one. Yes. Yes. It could be the sacrificial one. It could be the, <laughs> so you got to be careful, right? right
0: but, right, you right. know,
1: so then they get that leader who then is sort of driving this initiative, which is great, right? Um, and, and then they kind of can start down the process. We're always going to say, find out what your needs are and make sure you get everybody involved. But, you know, that, it's not just that, that mid-level leader. If you have a higher level executive who drives the project, that higher level executive better not be that busy. It's, it's usually a mistake. I'm thinking of one client in particular mm. where it's not because he's made it almost his full time job to be involved because the middle level leader sort of has this broad spectrum across the whole enterprise and they have to bring people together to sort of get a common understanding of what the software needs to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So if that person's wicked, crazy busy, even if they're at the middle level and they've got a full-time day job, don't do that. Right. Mm -hmm. You need to give these people time to do this and drive it. So that project structure of sort of a executive sponsor one Right. Maybe there's an advisory group or there's a steering committee, but not just yip, yap, blah, blah. But like these people know their areas and they're going to steer the project. Right. But then there's one cat who's held responsible for the success. And then she has a person underneath her who's the mid-level person that knows a lot about the business mm-hmm. and can work with all these various needs and wants and whatever. And they're kind of like a like a cool guy or a cool cool gal that people like to work with already. You know, don't put somebody in there that people don't like. Right, you're going to fail uh, unequivocally. And then have these different teams yeah. available, the different subject matter experts that are part of each of their areas that know accounting and operations and sales and HR and whatever. Mm. And and right there, that leadership team—it's not just one person; it's multiple people. None of them have to work full time on this unless it's a bigger project. If mm. you're five hundred million or more, yeah. um, and you have a lot of transactions and a lot of complexity—five hundred million in revenue, right? right or right, say right. a nonprofit that maybe has you know. 500 um, employees or more from what I would say, there Mm -hmm. might be the person in the middle that does need to be full time, but that leadership structure that I just related is extremely valuable. Mm
2: -hmm. I would only add to that, that you have to empower the people to be able to make decisions too often. It's like only one person at the top can make any decision and then everyone else is on hold. Their hands are tied and and they can't make a decision. So you have to empower your people Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Don't, don't just say, Hey, you're responsible But you can't make any decisions um so the structure that sean was talking about is absolutely important but i've often seen problems and as we're in the trenches with this is like Mm -hmm. okay we need to get this done everyone is in agreement yes okay let's Mm -hmm. go well we can't we have to stop we have to wait we have to get this approval and they're not empowered to actually execute Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if that's not there you you have a huge roadblock And and that is part of the leadership structure. Leadership yeah. needs to empower the sub commanders, the, the the people under them, to be able to execute and do the job. Mm-hmm. If they don't, leadership structure breaks down. Well, right?
1: and I will tell you too. Again, being being more honest here about not honest, but just forthright. Mm-hmm. Usually, we're like, oh yeah, it's, you know, you gotta have change management. No, this is like for real. <laughs> the culture. If you have a person in the middle who isn't willing to push it a little bit you're probably not going to be successful. Hmm. Like that person, they have to be empowered, you know, and, and, you know, all the politically correct things to say, oh yeah, they've got this. and But no, for real, you know, the more that person just sort of is like, I kind of, it's, it, there's like this thought process. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. No one else is doing this. I see the need to help. I can probably do it. I'm super busy, but I don't know if anybody else is as busy or less busy, And I kind of been through this before and I think it's kind of cool. That's the kind of person you want. And they're probably going to, like you said, Q, when they run into a problem about what about this and what about that, Mm -hmm. they're probably just going to say, we're just going to do option B and then it's Mm -hmm. better than nothing. Right. Right. So you really do need that. And they might not be the sponsor. They might not be the PM. They might be the lead architect or they might be the lead technical person or, but the business analyst. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, the lead business analyst is somebody who's just like, we just got to make a decision and I'm just going to do it. And if I get fired, I don't care. Maybe I do, but maybe I don't. And those are the people that are the leaders, right? right. Because the, that kind of person is thinking with, they have the best view and their job is to do this anyway. And so they need to sort of do it and then ask for forgiveness later or else sometimes, the project just dies because again, it's like the surgery it's, it's like, a construction project. It's like all these projects that we can see. It's like building a house in like the universe. You can see the, the uh, like, I, we, we, we have a place down in Florida and there's mm-hmm. a bunch of construction going on around us and it's interbulating. It's it's, there's big trucks coming in and there's, there's stuff all over and there's dust. You're like, Oh, just make this project end already. Right. The longer it goes on, the more risk you have. So mm-hmm. you got to have leadership giving the ability to people to make decisions But I would also say the people doing this just need to make the best decision possible because the sooner we get through it, the more life gets a little more normal and then you Mm -hmm. can kind of move forward. Um, But when you're in the middle of this stuff, and that is a big reason why most projects get delayed on the sort of the development side is that the client, the customer doesn't say, just do this already. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the right thing, but just do it. Mm Yeah.
2: Better when, to move than to, to right. be uncertain. That's right. right. Even if That's it's right. the wrong decision, it will carry you forward much further than you think, even if it's not the perfect decision. Yep. Right. It's I'd better. also say identify your success criteria, your goals, and your risk, and just be determined to get through it. That That's determination right. and that decision as, a, as an individual who's in a leadership role to move the project forward and get to completion mm-hmm. can't... I can't say enough about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have goals set up at the beginning of a project, you will fail. Yeah. I guarantee it. Like, I really mean that. Like uh, Deming said, you know, you can't improve what you can't measure. Um, And if if you can't achieve a goal, if you don't have one. Right. Right. You're just
0: walking blind, hoping. Somebody else will say, oh, it'll just
1: happen. Or we just want to implement. Like, don't do that. Like, get everybody together at the beginning in terms Mm -hmm. of this leadership team. I don't care if it's five minutes. I don't care if it's an email that somebody just says, Hey, here's what I think the goals mm-hmm. are. Tell me what else you think. And then get the email back. Mm-hmm. But that, that shared viewpoint, that shared vision of what you're trying to accomplish is huge. Yeah, for sure. Well, we
0: talked about having the right resources for an implementation project, but sometimes it can be hard keeping yeah. um, your team engaged. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how can a leader, um, Keep their project on track and keep their team engaged. Is there a best practice for that? Or
2: I would say, off the top, first thing, meeting cadence. Make people attend, even if there's not much to talk about. Just get them together to communicate. Every week, maybe multiple mm-hmm. times a week. Um, the cadence and how often you do it is, is not the primary factor, but you have to set it and have them stay involved. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they've got so many other things to do. Right. And it just slips away. Other things get a higher priority. That meeting cadence is sort of the foundation of keeping things moving. Mm-hmm. And if you can put that in place, then your resources stick to it a little bit better. Set the next meeting yeah. is the next thing. Oh, that's right. Don't go away from a meeting without that knowing when the next X one is going is. to be. Okay. Otherwise, it doesn't happen. Someone's like, "Oh, I should set a meeting." Well, I, I'm going to. It just falls over here. through the cracks. It, falls. And it, it doesn't falls happen. The yeah. yeah. Set the next meeting. Yep. Okay. So Good cadence know. and get the next one scheduled. Yep. And if you do that, you continue to make progress. It might mm. be slow. You might have people fall off, not be able to attend. But if the overall team can get together and keep mm-hmm. that going, it's it increases your likelihood of success drastically. It's not the only factor, but. Right, yeah. right, and right. if I
1: was listening to this, I'd be like, oh my gosh, more meetings right. and meetings and meetings and meetings. And I understand. Again, we're being raw here. Mm. Not too yeah. raw, though. I got to be careful. Yep. Sorry. Um, but, but if you're having a meeting that's worthless, that's because there's a person in the meeting that's talking too much mm. or that is not adding value or saying stupid stuff. Mm. Get the person out of the meeting so that everybody else can work. Right. Because I think my, my final piece on leadership. In ERP, and I've never actually said this. It's great that we're able to do this, right? And I mean, we're on project, what are we, 425? Something
0: like that. Yeah, oh I just God. heard that. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And that's in 12 years, that much less the other 13 before that that I had, that e- ERP is one of those times where you really do need a leader. And it's hard to lead, especially mm-hmm. today. It's hard to know what's right to say and what's not. And it's a different environment that we work in. People's schedules are tough. They're working from home, blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it's a very hard time, but there you, it, it goes right back to what Quentin said that if you don't have that meeting cadence, your project will not happen okay, but I have so many meetings already. No, you have worthless meetings Mm. and a meeting isn't just worthless because it's scheduled. It's because somebody's in the meeting that is sabotaging it. Oh no, no, they're not. They just don't know how to act in a meeting. Get them out, get them out of the way. Hmm. This is one of those projects in a person's career that you cannot get wrong because it will follow you to other jobs. Even if you quit, you're just going to know it. Right. And, and there's so much help. There's so many things we have for people. These videos, mm. our website, us, whatever, there's mm. other companies out there that do this too. But at the end of the day, from the client side, that project leader is probably going to have to tell somebody that mm. they need to get that person, the whatever out of the way so that the rest of us can move on. And that is a defining moment in somebody's career when they can wow. step up and do the right thing. Because the project touches so many folks throughout the organization. There's going to be some that are suppressive. And if they're suppressing your initiative as a leader, you have the responsibility Mm -hmm. to get them out. Wow. I know. That it's can be scary, oh, right? Yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready for like a smoke. I <laughs> don't
2: even smoke. <laughs> oh my gosh! stress, I would, especially oh, around yes. go lives.
0: Yes, and as we said, this was unfiltered. That's so. right. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Well, we'll have to circle back, and we can um, finish up talking about implementation because it could just we could go yeah. on and on and on, right? Yeah. So, well, thank you both for your time today you and man. for always sharing such important information with me. I appreciate yeah. it. So. Very, Very well been done, done here. Juliet. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> All right.